The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey friend, it's Nicole, host of the Nicole Walters podcast. Here's where we laugh, we cry, and we grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Let's get started. Hey, y'all. So you heard me say last week and the week before that that I was excited about the episode. Well, look, I lied. I'm excited about this one. If you cannot hear in my voice right now my level of hype. (sighs) Now, if you know me at all, you know that one, everything I bring you is rock solid. And two, I get excited about different things. (laughs) So this is not your typical chat. I have brought in one of my good friends who has a absolutely wild life pivot that you will never anticipate, but you will learn everything from. I am here with Katie Whitlock of Windy Indigo. I can't tell you what that is yet because it'll give it away. And we are going to talk about what she does for a living, how she got to this work. And the thing you're going to learn from this moment is that one, you can do something radically different from where you are now. You can literally decide in a heartbeat because of a moment, a mission, a feeling to be someone else doing something else and go do it. You can, right? And it can be something you are completely and entirely unaware of how to do. And what's great is Katie generously came in here and is willing to share with us her journey And you're going to be so inspired. So, Katie, thank you so much for being here. Hi, Nicole. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Katie's like, girl, (laughs) don't you hype me up like that? No, seriously. Like, you are incredible. Like, you, I I don't even know. I'm like, I sound like a fan right now. I literally am looking around. I'm like, I'm fangirling. But I am fangirling. Aw, thank you. Yeah. So, okay. I I don't want to, like, bury the lead too long. But before we go into what you do for a living, right, Mm -hmm. and like your, you know, your passion, your mission, your statement, all of that, tell everyone about where you started. What was the work you were doing before you got into your current field? Before I came to my current field, I was a research statistician up in Seattle. I tried not to giggle because it's so unrelated. (laughs) It's so unrelated, y'all. So I was helping pediatricians, nurses, other medical folks find better ways to treat kids who were sick or injured. Incredible work. I loved it. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of things that I loved about it. So what didn't you love about it? Well, there wasn't a lot of opportunity left for me in that field. Mm -hmm. I don't have a PhD. Mm -hmm. I'm not climbing the academic rankings. And to be honest, the thing that really pushed me over wasn't the work itself so much as the um, The call towards your new thing. Well, there was a there was a moment around 2015 when my husband got laid off Mm. and we had to for his job. We moved to actually moved to Los Angeles briefly Mm -hmm. and then moved very quickly back Mm -hmm. when we got back. I got my kids back into into childcare. I got myself back into a similar job in the same, you know, with the same hospital. And it seemed fine from the outside. My husband mm-hmm. kept saying, 
oh, look, we landed right back where we started. It's like it never happened. Ooh, I just want to wait. I just want to pause there for a second. So the thing I want to call out here, because everyone right now is listening with bated breath. They want to hear where you where you landed eventually. And I want everyone to understand that, Katie, so many of us are in this position where it's like, look, and I relate to this where I make good money. My job is fine. The kids are okay, you know. But this is not it. It's not enough. I feel stuck, you know, and I know this is not all that I'm meant to be. And frankly, I have stuff I care about that I am not doing. So sometimes good enough is not enough. Exactly. And that is exactly what what that move and that transition, that sort of, you know, giant blender of life Mm -hmm. spit out at me was that something wasn't quite right. Oh, That is so real. And that is such a driving force, I think, because a lot of us feel like we need to have something clear. Right. You know, like people are like, oh, you know, my daughter lost all her hair and that's why I started this hair extension line. Or, you know, I got into a terrible accident and that was when I knew I needed to work on brain trauma. You know, like and it's like, no, like sometimes it's that dull, quiet, you know, but consistent roar that that thing underneath you that's saying, no, I have to make a change. So. Let's go back to where you are. So you have, you know, ended up back where you were and to the point where it was almost maybe a little celebratory, like, oh, good on us. Right. We made it back. Right. But you knew that wasn't it. It wasn't it. It didn't it didn't feel quite right for Mm -hmm. me. And I really wrestled with that feeling for several years Mm -hmm. until someone. Can you tell me some of the feelings that you're wrestling with? Because I know some people are sitting there right now. Do you wrestle with like guilt Did you feel like I should be grateful for where I am or truth be told at that point, I was working full time outside the home with three kids, six years and under. And I felt invisible. I actually didn't know completely if I still existed. (laughs) Wow. Because that's big. All of my time and energy was put into, you know, the research, which is great and important. And Mm -hmm. my kids, which are great and important. Mm -hmm. But I didn't have two seconds to put together for myself. So you weren't developing you. I wasn't developing me. I wasn't even, you know, I didn't have time to even think my own thoughts. Mm. And It was it was too much. Oh, I mean, how many of us? I mean, y'all, I told you this is going to be a fire episode. You don't understand how excited I am about this. Like this is so what you're talking about, where you're going with this. We are literally listening to this and sitting in this and feeling this right now. We relate to this. So you're in this moment where everything is right, but everything is wrong and it feels like something is missing. So tell me, what did you decide to do? Well, one day someone at work was doing a little article, you know, so they were interviewing different people around the office and she asked me where I would be if I wasn't there. And I said, I would be on a hill with some sheep. I mean, which we all have these like ridiculous things we say, right? you know, we all have these things where like, oh my gosh, like I'd be on a boat in Tahiti, stark naked, eating some fudge. Okay. Maybe that's just mine, but you know what I mean? Like we I all mean, have things, you know, if but it comes out of your mouth, it maybe, comes from somewhere. Ooh, ooh, you better preach today. Okay. So that being said, you said you would be 
on a hill with some sheep and you were presently in what a cube in a building a cube in an office building downtown seattle yes night and day i mean cube might be a generous description of <laughs> right, where right. I we was. All a slot under the stairs. Like Basically. we all understand corporate, right? Yeah. So, okay. So this is what happens. And then what did you decide to, like what happened next? I mean, it's just an article. It's one of those work things. Well, so I, I started to think about why, why that in particular came to mind. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I had started knitting a little bit in the evenings and sort of remembered my childhood Mm-hmm. hobby mm-hmm. and really what it came down to was was starting to investigate and explore what would it mean to actually have sheep do <laughs> I need to do I need to do something different do I need do I want to start a knitting business do I want to wow start a knit design business do I want to have sheep and what would be involved in any or all of those things so y'all Pause, freeze, stop for a second. Girl, you could have just been knitting. Do you know what I mean? Like people literally are like, oh, like or you just needed a vacation to Ireland. Okay, like I like I'm over here like, no, what do you mean have sheep now? You know this about me because like Katie and I are friends. You know this about me. I was in 4-H club. This is Nicole trivia. People don't know about this. I actually used to show sheep at the farm show. So, but I did that like in seventh grade as part of like horticulture class. Like it was like a thing, right? And then it eventually became like a bit more of a hobby. So I know what it means to say, what if I get some sheep? It's a, it's a leap, boat ride, plane flight away from I like to knit. What happened? How did what do I mean, was this just a Wikipedia gone wrong? (laughs) I mean, so you would think for a lot of changes, you just maybe dip your toe. But how do you dip your toe in sheep when you live in suburban Seattle? (laughs) That's true. So I found another shepherd. So you found a shepherd. So, okay, so you start Googling around like what would it take for me to be on a hill with some sheep? Mm -hmm. And then that led you to finding a shepherd in Seattle? In Vermont. In so 3000 miles away. Right. You decide yes. to talk to a shepherd. So someone who is living on a hill with some sheep. And let me tell mm-hmm. and I know that what you're going to say next is you asked them if they had an Airbnb so you could just go stay for a week or two and then move on with your life. Please Katie, for all of the masses, tell us that's all you did. Oh my goodness, I took a class. And then I continued oh, what, a sheep to be class? in uh, sheep finances. Can you make money in sheep. The answer, by the way, is, <laughs> like, is maybe not. But <laughs> but but still, this is a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. It's Katie, a thing. Katie, what do you do now? So now I am a shepherd. <laughs> I have a herd of about 40 Romney and Rommeldale sheep on Whidbey Island, just north northwest of Seattle. Y'all, y'all, the jaws are dropping. Have you in your lifetime spoken or heard of a shepherd in real life in modern day she has sheep now I say this as someone who I'm riveted by this right there are a million nuances that we can go on to into about what it takes to rear them and how you where does one even buy a sheep in this day and age you know like there's so many like it's not a Costco item you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so There's so much we can get into. And y'all, I'm telling you, you have to follow Katie. You need to keep up with Windy Indigo Farm. Like just Google it. You can go learn, 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 because it is 
riveting. Like I'm not not even in the cheesiest way. It's riveting stuff. But I want to stay with this. Like I want to stay with this pivot you made, this massive fresh start. So now you have sheep. Okay, Mm -hmm. you have no sheep experience like at all. Like, and you're now in charge of lies. This isn't a puppy. This isn't a couple kids. You now have added to your brood, literally. Mm -hmm. Y'all, the past few chats we've had have been all about stress and trauma and growth and making sure we're taking care of ourselves. And I know it sounds crazy, but it's really important to get out of the house. It's really important to make sure you're investing and moving your body and getting fresh air and just having fun. You know, how many of us don't even have hobbies? And for me, it's golf. It's not golf. It's top golf. I've been really getting into it because it's this amazing way that I can take me time and not have to bring or prepare or do a single thing. They have everything for me to play golf, right? Clubs, balls, tees, turf. But they also have the things so that I can really just relax and have a good time, like music, food and drinks. And it's kind of vibey. (laughs) And I love it because I can just go there middle of the week and just play As a matter of fact, if you're looking for a good time, you should try Topgolf on Tuesdays. One, it's the perfect time to get away. Let the kids go to school, send them out of the house to have fun and take your me time because Topgolf has a whole day each week dedicated to more play for less pay. That's right. You can do this whole thing every Tuesday where gameplay is half price, which means you can stay mama for twice as long. It's a great time. And even if you haven't swung a club before, you will enjoy yourself. You'll get that release and you might even pick up a new hobby. Now, Topgolf is all about play, but even they have some rules. Half price Tuesday applies to gameplay only. It isn't offered at every venue and it can't be doubled up with other offers or discounts. It's already half price after all. So for full details, and if you want to try to catch me at one of these places having my me time, book a bay by going to topgolf.com slash Nicole. That's topgolf.com slash Nicole to book a bay and come play around. Mama, you deserve it. Friends. I have to tell you, in the holiday season, it's kind of like summer break. You feel like, oh, it's great. Family's home. I'm going to have less on my plate. We're winding down. But realistically, meals get more expensive because everyone's in the house and you feel more stressed out because you've got to plan menus and handle cooking. And it just can feel really overwhelming. And I knew this was coming. So I made a plan ahead of time because my stress levels are important to me. And I just want to dive deep and spend time with the family. And so what I did was every plate. Now, It helps you budget your food expenses this holiday season because it's America's best value meal kit. Each meal literally is 50% cheaper than your average fast casual meal. So I don't have to deal with takeout. I'm not placing any delivery orders. We literally can cook in the house and it's affordable. Now, even if I'm craving steak, they've got this new thing going that is dollar steak for life. You can add a 10 ounce ranch steak to your weekly order for just a dollar per box. 
as long as you have an active subscription, y'all. Like, I mean, it's next level. I've got a huge holiday to-do list. We've got wrapping, we've got gifts. I've got to squeeze in activities. Using EveryPlate is letting me take back my time because I'm not spending any time in grocery stores. And most of their meals are ready in just six simple steps. Now catch this. This is going to blow your mind. They're quick and easy recipes. I'm not even doing myself. I've turned them into a family activity time because everything is so easy to do. You get the kids together, you pull out the note card, everything has both pictures and explanations, and all the ingredients are pre-measured, pre-poured, and right there for you. So one person gets to chopping, another person gets to stirring, and guess what? Mama gets to sitting and enjoying her meal. I'm telling you, if you haven't tried every plate, it is going to be the thing that saves you this holiday season. So friend, you can get a meal for $1.49 plus dollar stakes for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and enter my code 49Nicole. That's everyplate.com slash podcast and enter code 49NICOLE and understand your subscription must be active to qualify and redeem dollar stakes. Aren't you scared? I was scared. That was a big leap of faith. But Expensive I, too. How much are sheep? What I, does a sheep go for oh these days? Gosh. $20, $50? Like, I'm just kidding. How much yeah, is sheep? It's about $350. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it varies, but. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, so you invested in this mm-hmm. thing that you had never done before, had no background about, and you literally were like, I'm just going to go all in. I started, I actually started small. I mm-hmm. I think that. I actually think that that's probably the best thing that I that I did is I did drag my family to a farm. But beyond that, <laughs> I brought home four sheep. I mean, but that's with. I mean, first of all, there's a lesson for all of us there. If you're looking to explore your dream, no one's saying you have to move to Ireland. I think a lot of people look at me and they say, Nicole, you were in corporate. You quit your job and launched this thing like how extreme. But the truth is I started small. I had a couple clients before I quit to see how it was going. So mm-hmm. you brought home four sheep before four turned into 40. That's right. That's right. So how did you feel with just four? Because I bet you 40 feels easier now that you're more experienced than four did when you first started. Right? It is a steep learning curve. <laughs> right. Every single day was something new. Oh and my gosh. What's your funniest sheep story? Did like one ever get out in your kitchen or <laughs> I mean, I went out to the barn about a month ago and there should be no sheep in the barn right now. All mm-hmm. of the ewes were in the field. OK. And the rams were all in a different field. Mm-hmm. So I walked out to the barn and there were four rams looking at me in the barn and all of the ewes were standing behind them. They're not supposed to be bred yet because I don't want babies before Christmas. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, no. So, oh, so boys and girls not together. Not together. Some, and you put them where they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And they somehow found each other. They decided to remove a gate. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. In order to be together. Oh, wow. I, we'd love to say it. So Look, we love a love story. That's right. <laughs> we love a love story. But also, you're a, you're going to be a happy mama before you die, <laughs> right? So, yeah. So it's unexpected, right? Crazy mm-hmm. things can happen. But, you know, you're going to learn as you go. And, I mean, you had to be willing to embrace that, I'm sure. Absolutely. You never know what you're going to find when you go to the barn. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be ready to to take the steps that need to be taken. 
the thing that I've learned by being a shepherd is that actually I can handle pretty much anything mm, that I find. That's good. That Because you have to. You have when to. you're looking a life in the face, you have to. Oh, that's so big. Okay, so let's go back to, you know, sort of this. I know your farm is not in the middle of downtown Seattle. So there are lots of things you have to overhaul when you decide that you're going to take on a certain way of living, right? So mm -hmm. if you say to yourself, I you know, decide I want to be a shepherd and I used to work in a cube, you're not bringing four sheep home to an apartment. So what happened here? Because you're flipping your whole life upside down. It's the freshest of fresh starts. Well, I I left my job at the hospital. Wow. And still do have a few consulting clients. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I do publish from time to time still. We bought a farm. It happened to be in the middle of COVID. That wasn't really the plan. Wow. But, you know, COVID wasn't anybody's plan. Right, so right. Well, and go. also, like, look, I mean, things work out in the craziest of ways. You got mm -hmm. out of the city onto an island, you mm -hmm. know, so you bought a farm. Yep. You, and, of course, did the research, looked at the numbers, figured all, the, all those back end things. But you said, no, I'm taking these steps forward. Look, we were looking for we were looking for acreage. I was looking for outbuildings. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to buy a piece of property that didn't have anything already built. Sure, sure. I wanted water hookups and electricity. So you learned all these things, so, though, from... Before we ever bought made the a land. Move. So, I just, so let me just translate this for people who are listening. So part of why I needed you to meet Katie is, one, inspiring story. But two, it is so categorically opposite what any of you are thinking right now. If a single one of you right now is thinking, I want to be a shepherd, please reach out to me because you need to meet Katie personally. But outside of that, all of you reach out to me all the time about your dream, your goal, your aspiration, what you're thinking about day in and day out, and how you can't do it for whatever reason or you don't know where to start. Understand that if Katie can pull this off and she is currently at a farm with 40 sheep, you can pull off launching your business and creating one piece of content. You can pull off going out and sending an email and getting one client. You, you know how to do an email already. You don't even need to reach out to someone in Vermont for that. You know how to do it. So if you're able to do that, you're able to have success and step into the life that you want. This is like wildly inspirational. Like you have no idea. So that said... You're now on this farm. Do you only have sheep? Just out of curiosity's sake. We also have chickens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Of course we have chickens. Of course my you have daughter chicken. is the chicken whisperer. Oh she my loves goodness. Them. That's wild. So you're like a real proper farmer now. Like this is a thing. Yeah. It wow. feels strange to call myself a farmer because mm -hmm. I'm, you know, a city girl and sure. Well, I mean, not anymore, you know, yeah. and it's a beautiful thing because we can be all the things. So, the, you know, I'm sure everyone wants to know the family's there. Right. Mm -hmm. And they all came along for the ride. Are they as into this as you are? Like, how did that go? The first conversations with my husband sounded like um, <laughs> there was no way we were ever going to leave the house that we had. Oh, my gosh. In suburban Seattle. He loved it there. The kids were happy there. Mm -hmm. There was not really any reason to leave. Although there was every reason to leave. For me. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I... You, you had to make it work like you had to find the way. Right. Right. Exactly. And and I think that it was really important to have that time to do what I could do. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I could have said, well, we'll never go. It'll never matter. Sure. We won't. You know, I I just I should just do something else. But 
But I took all of that time to learn. Of course. And in the process of that, kind of convinced him. That so That's so brilliant because also I think a lot of us when we're in a position right now where it feels like we don't have the resources. I don't have the money. I don't have the team. I don't have the opportunities. I don't have the fame. I don't have the followers. Well, there are still things you can do to get ready for that future you want where you are right now. Are you putting in the time? Are you reaching out to the network? Are you putting in the practice? Are you getting the side hustle and saving in order to be ready when the time comes? I mean, I'm not kidding, Katie. Your life is like a testament to all of this. So now you have this farm and you've got these sheep and you have these, well, the chickens too. We don't want to leave them out in case they hear this, you know. So you've got this farm. How is this farm working in your life now? I mean, is it available for, you know, lessons? And like, I mean, what do you do? Is it just you and your sheep? Like, what do you do with the farm? So... It is primarily a fiber farm. So I, okay. I So tell grow... us more about that because I don't think anyone knows about fiber. Mm-hmm. So the sheep are, they're wool sheep. So they, mm-hmm. they grow wool. Okay. Wool sheep have to be shorn. It's mm-hmm. part of their regular maintenance. Mm-hmm. And so it's not harmful to the it sheep. It doesn't to hurt take the their sheep wool. at all. It's Got like it. a haircut. It's like guys shaving their face. Absolutely. Needs to happen. Going to grow hair. Right. Shave it off. It's fine. Absolutely. But the byproduct is something we can use. Exactly. Okay. The wool can be spun. It can be made into yarn, which mm-hmm. can be made into garments and home mm-hmm. goods and all kinds of things, mm-hmm. which personally I love. It's a completely sustainable fiber. So we don't even think about this, I think, sometimes that things like cotton take, you know, acres to grow, the manufacturing, processing, all of that. For those of you who all care about that, you know, which, you know, hopefully we're all starting to care a little bit more about where our things come from and how it affects our body and the planet and each other. So wool is just one of those things where it's like, look, we've got these sheep that we're raising, but we've got this amazing thing that continues to grow and cultivate that can be turned. And um, y'all may not know this, but sweaters last a long time when they're made of real wool. Like, I mean, you can hand those down through generations. They last a long time. They're warm. They don't have to be washed actually as frequently Mm -hmm. as um, synthetic textiles mm-hmm. because the wool doesn't hold on to the bacteria that mm. causes odor. It makes sense because they're coming from an animal. I mean, this is a protective coating Absolutely. that applies to the animal as well. And then, and when they're done, they either can be composted. So, I mean, technically, you can put wool in your garden as a as a mulch. Um, I mean, that's incredible. So it's like a full cycle. So absolutely. I can tell you right now, everyone has learned more about wool than they've known their entire life. Okay. (laughs) You know, which is, and I'm not kidding. I really believe that we may have accidentally created some shepherds here. Like I'm sure some people are like, look, she's making it sound way more reasonable than I thought. Like you may have a crew soon. So I love this. So, so that said, you know, you found some mentors, you Mm -hmm. know, you, you went all in, you did research, but you took tiny steps as you got there. And now you have this, you know, farm that actually can, feed itself. I mean, where you work on the monetization of it like any business, but it generates a product that can be sold that is sustainable and good for the planet and can be used. But there are other things that your farm can do too, right? Like, I mean, if one were to have a farm that that I think are fulfilling, right? Oh, I mean, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We also, I mean, obviously the sheep, we also breed the sheep. So we have lambs. We do sell some lamb shares, mm-hmm. a small number and we have events and other kinds of activities going on at the at the farm. That's incredible. I mean, and I can imagine and you can, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, how fulfilling does it feel to know that you're doing this work where, you know, legacy leaving. You're creating a product that leaves a legacy, you're caring about the planet as a legacy. You've got kids that can come over and learn. Like, 
Mm-hmm. So different from the work you're doing before. It's really different. You know, my first job out of college, I worked in pharmaceutical manufacturing. Uh-huh, sure. It was a long time ago. Yeah. I remember there we produced injectable medications mm-hmm. primarily. And and there was a problem with a batch mm. where they found a fiber in one of the syringes. It was a little tiny red fiber. That little tiny red fiber had come from the carpet in the offices. Wow. Had made it all the way into the clean rooms, you know, and it's complicated sure. all of the all but of the full things circle, to, to prevent that from happening. Sure. But it was just a little piece of synthetic carpet. Wow. And I think, you know, if a little tiny piece of synthetic carpet can make it that far mm-hmm. in spite of all of those obstacles mm-hmm. where else are those little tiny synthetic fibers ending fibers up in ending our up. food in our and I mean I have to have you back because we can have a whole conversation about that and what our options are that is so so good but I love that you're saying you feel fulfilled because the work you're doing it matters it and does, it ties in it does matter and I and I think it's I think it's the direction that that things are going to need to go going forward. And you get to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Katie, you're amazing. I'm so grateful and so excited. It was so, fu- it's so fun to have you. I know everyone right now is like, this is Nicole. Like if, if you don't know shepherds, like how do you know what is happening right now? So, <laughs> so I love, where can people keep up with you, keep up with the sheeps, keep up, when are we going to see some lambs? Cause you know, I like to be a lamb auntie. So tell me where can we keep up with all the things that are happening? Is there like a video stream? Can we bring the kids to the farm? Like what, what is there? Cause we want to know everything. Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram mm-hmm. at Windy Indigo Farm and Fiber. Mm-hmm. I've got a website, windyindigo.com. And I'm going to be starting a Patreon Ooh. pretty soon. Oh, I love that. So y'all, we can support not just sustainable, incredible work, but we can, you know, pick a lamb, feed a lamb. You know, I mean, it's a beautiful thing to do and it's a great project for the kids. So, you know, we'll have all those details in the show notes. We will keep up with you. And thank you so much for the work you do and for sharing your story. Oh, thank you for inviting me. Another great chat. I love spending time together. Now I need you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And then come hang out with me on Instagram at Nicole Walters. I'll be back here next week and I hope you are too. See you there, friend. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.